0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of D-Podcast. I am here with my great friend and cousin, Emma.
1: Hey guys, what's up? How you doing?
0: Today, as the title suggests, we will be talking about Disney pins And Yay. all the things about them, and all the different things you can do with them. And the tra- Basically, all you can do with them is buy them and trade them. But it's still cool. Yes. Okay, and the lanyards, too. Those are cool, too. I love the lanyards. Oh, yes. I, I got a couple of them. I probably have too many. Okay, so today, of course, we're talking about Disney pins with my great friend, and uh, I don't know if she's self-proclaimed Disney pin expert, but I proclaim her a Disney pin expert. Sure,
1: I guess you could call me a kind of expert, like a semi-expert.
0: Is that a thing, semi-expert?
1: We're gonna make it up, it's a new word.
0: That's a, yeah, it's a slogan. Semi-expert uh, pin trading Cousin Emma.
1: That's me. I already
0: introduced you, but it doesn't make. I just introduced you again with an even What's better that? one.
1: Wow, I feel honored.
0: Today we'll be using uh, sources, which is Step to Magic and our other good friend, the Mouselets. Both of them, which received the D Podcast Stamp of Approval. I'm going stamp yes. it. That doesn't make it. That was probably super that loud. That was
1: a very loud stamp.
0: Rip headphone users. Okay. <laughs> so, um, we'll be talking about different spots that you can trade. Uh, and also some other things she's snapchatting us right now hello snapchat world listen to the podcast i don't know if they picked that up okay so uh to start off we're going to be talking about her experiences and uh so how did you get on to disney pin trading and what are some of your best experiences as a pin trader
1: um so i got into pin trading in about i think the seventh grade um uh, my middle school band teacher shout up to mr wing was a disney fanatic like had hundreds of disney pins like he worked at disney and he had all these pins so
0: what did he do at disney
1: I believe he worked at one of the food restaurants, not the Starlight Cafe, but another smaller like one in Tomorrowland, and I think he worked at one of the shops.
0: Cool, but he, I love
1: Tomorrowland. He did, a, he did a DCP, which is a Disney College program for any of y'all who don't know what that is. Look it up. It's a lot of fun I've seen. Um, so he kind of got us into pin trading, and so I learned about it, and I taught my whole family about it. So we kind of got into it like that, and... You asked for my favorite, like, memory trading pins or favorite experience. Um, when I, we bought our first, like, lot off of eBay, which are very sketchy. Please uh, be careful with those. But I had gotten a cupcake pin. And I was like, oh, this looks like it's a part of a set. So I went on for months and months and months trying to look for this set in the parks. I went to every park, every every pin trading spot I could find to find these cupcake pins (laughs) I had to it was it took so long but I finally found it unfortunately I made the terrible mistake of training one of them away so now I still don't have the full collection anymore but finding that pin collection
0: that may be another experience it's a
1: lot of fun
0: yes and uh, I has your brother finished the hitchhiking ghost collection yet or no I'm not even
1: sure if he's finished those yet
0: yeah because I know last time last time he was like still looking for him, and he was one away from getting it. All right, so uh what is your favorite Disney pin that you've collected, or do you not have um, a favorite?
1: I think one of my favorites I've ever collected is um I grew up watching Kim Possible, so there's um a little character, a little little um little hairless uh, naked mole rat. His name is Rufus. Near and dear to my heart, so I found a pin of him, and it's probably one of my favorites to this day.
0: Ooh, that's. I didn't even know that they made Kim Possible pins. Kim
1: Possible.
0: Oh, that movie was terrible. Okay, well, the new one, not the old yeah, ones. The old new ones one, are pretty. The new one. Good. The new no. one wasn't great. Sorry for all the actors you were in there, but.
1: We respect you, but it wasn't good.
0: It wasn't good. It was just what you had to work with. Yeah. Okay, uh, we were going to be talking about different shops where you can trade these pins, which are really cool, so they're going to be kind of scattered all around the place. So you got Big Top, Souvenirs, and New Fantasyland, The Magic Kingdom, which is uh, it's basically a gigantic tent over by Dumbo and the, uh, what do they call it, Pete's Silly Sideshow? Yeah, think, yeah it's, that's what um,
1: it. it is where Toontown used to be for anybody who grew up with, like in Disney and like was there in like the early, mid-2000s. Um, It's where Toontown used to be, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Toontown. But it's next to, yeah, like Dumbo and the Barnstormer, and it's this giant circus tent shop.
0: By the way, if uh, you like learning more stuff about the parks, Yesterworld, that has some pretty good stuff about uh, all the different things, including Toontown. Uh, Then there's also another shop, Fantasy Fair and Fantasyland. Fantasy Fair and Fantasyland. Uh, this is over by Philhar Magic and between Philhar Magic and Peter Pan's flight. Yes. So if you if you're in that Fantasyland area that is a good place to stop by.
1: That one is um, pretty secluded so. right after you wait yeah, an right hour and after. a half for
0: Peter Pan and then yes. 30 minutes for Philhar Magic.
1: yeah if you wait in that line for Peter Pan props to you I can never. You I will so only patient. ride that ride with fast passes.
0: That, it's a good ride but I don't understand how it's that good.
1: It's 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 a classic, I guess. I mean, I would wait an hour and a half to ride Small World, but
0: I would not.
1: <laughs> Small World is a classic, and I stand by it. Yeah,
0: what I would ride? Let's see, what's my guilty pleasure? I well, I can't really say Tower of Terror is a guilty pleasure because that ride is. I don't know why these Disneyland people are like you should
1: be theming it the to Guardians of the Galaxy and Star Wars because it's bad. terrible. It's terrible.
0: We got the original. That's like exactly. saying that's like retheming like. The original Haunted Mansion. That's like. That would be. Technically, that
1: would be not not okay.
0: Yeah, like, we should. Do, yeah, it's just like, you should retheme the original Haunted Mansion,
1: Disneyland. People. Nope.
0: Nope. You should not retheme Tower of Terror. Nor should you retheme Rock and Roller Coaster, because that thing is awesome. And I'm exactly. not just saying that because I really love rock music. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of rock and roll, we're going to be talking about uh, the rock around, rock around the shop, Sunset Boulevard, Disney Hollywood Studios. Not sure how much longer this merchandise location will be themed. And uh, uh, to rock and roll with the current tenant, but getting awesome, unique pins is why you should go there. Sometimes you just have to walk this way to get the best pins. Uh, ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ba <laughs> oh, sorry my my drama group is doing wizard of oz and so that that walk song this way not walk this way <laughs> oh, oh um, watch the wizard
1: of oz yeah yeah you should go I watch i was something. thinking of walk this way because you said it
0: that's a great song
1: it is it is a classic
0: so there's a few other things and we're gonna hop on over front this has all been from step to magic up to this point and we're gonna go head over to the mouth what which is apparently one of Emma's favorites.
1: I love their blog. Go follow them, the mouselets, on Instagram. They have a lot of really like insightful things about history, about the parks, and a whole bunch of other stuff. And also their blog is super cool, and they're very insightful and informative.
0: Cooly, cooly, coolie. coolie so go follow them. I'm, yes. I'm
1: giving them a free plug. Sponsor yes. us.
0: We're, sponsor us. <laughs> okay, so one of the favorite one of their favorites uh from the mouthlets is the treasure chest at the Agrabah Bazaar, which is at which is close to aladdin, aladdin-, aladdin- the the lad aladdin- magic carpets yeah, and that you that have to go up to the cast members run in the register to go check out this thing but very few people know about it so you're probably gonna get some pretty rare stuff and they said they got some cath member pins which we will um, we will explain why those things are so awesome they're
1: super cool and also i never knew about the one in um the agrabah bazaar so
0: yeah could Uh, be very good that is anubi it's anubi okay another really cool one is the pin stroller now? When I saw this, I thought, "What in the world?" But it is so in such a secluded area that you are very likely to pass by it. Uh, they say the pin stroller is located near the stroller rental at the front entrance of the park. With so many people excited to start their day, probably going on the spaceship Earth, because there's no better way to start off Epcot than exactly, spaceship
1: Earth. Exactly, spaceship Earth.
0: Unless you're our family, which heads straight to Figment. Um yes. Many walk past the strollers and don't take notice of it. We found some great pins from the stroller, especially early in the morning before they were picked over. So I guess when you're heading over to Figment, (laughs) <laughs> you go by the strollers and you go check them out. Those another good. Another couple notable ones would be the pin board at Norway, at the Kid Cot Stands, and at the pin board in the African Outpost.
1: The African Outpost, very good. Highly recommend. They always have pretty good pins, and also the cast members who work there are usually really, really nice.
0: Yeah. Uh, by the way, just because I just remembered that uh, congratulations Josh tomorrow I know this is really late for some of you Hardcore fans who are like Why hasn't they talked about Josh tomorrow getting his promotion But Josh tomorrow did get his promotion And we congratulate you Josh Though I highly doubt that you Are listening to us Because you're probably busy Trying to make something happen Okay Uh, Congratulations Josh Okay at the Animal Kingdom Another great pin location is at the stroller outpost Near the entrance of the park there's a huge pin board here that is big variety pins, especially in the morning. And on the other side of the park entrance, towards the left, there's a pin trash can. That looks cool. I love the picture of it. Um,
1: pin trash cans are so cool.
0: The cast members here were great, and they each scored a pin from the trash can to add to their Fabulous collections. Okay, Hollywood Studios. Oh yeah, the rock and roller coaster team. To rock and rock around the shop. Oh, here's another. Here's a cool one. This one looks cool. Um, At the Disney Resorts. Let's see. Where's this one at? Uh, we'll see what they got at the Disney Resorts. We had so much fun pin trading at the Disney Resorts, even though it was unexpected. At the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Ooh, that's a cool. I've heard that's amazing. Animal Kingdom the Lodge. The Disney
1: hotels, like especially the big three in, um, what are the big three? The big three are the Polynesian, the Grand Floridian, and the Contemporary. So the big three on the monorail track, those are really, really good for um, pin training, as well as the Animal Kingdom Lodge, um, Pop Sentry, and um, the Wilderness Lodge.
0: Okay. Uh, we met, they met King Pin, uh, uh, and he was amazing. He was wearing several lanyards, he a hat with pins, and had a mystery bag of pins. We each straight we each traded two pins with him and got some amazing pins in return. Plus, he had we he was so much fun to talk to and he know the background and history of each pin. That's kinda
1: interesting. That's kinda cool. That's really cool.
0: Also, at every deluxe resort there is a pin binder behind each desk. You just have to ask for it and the resorts can direct you to where they are. We found some of our favorite pins of the trip from this tip. Some resorts also have pin boards near the gift shops like the Boardwalk and the Yacht Club. Yes. Okay, here's one from Disney Springs that we did not know about until we heard about it, until we saw this. Thank you, Mouselets. At the huge Disney pin trading post near Gil- Girdelly's Chocolate, there is an amazing pin board. We were at Disney Springs two days... Two days. And one of the busier days it was not available, but the other day it was there and we found a few pins that we loved. We highly recommend checking out this sand out if you are looking for new pins to trade. Okay, so here's some uh, uh, trading. Uh, We're going to talk about a few of our experiences such as the Muppet shop
1: yes and that
0: stinking hard to find paintbrush yes. So some of these um some of the, some places uh you can ask you can go up and ask them i don't know which ones they all are i just know that there are several of them these shops will have hidden paint brushes and what we did was we went up and asked for it because we already knew that this shop it's the shop it's a gift shop if you come once you come out of love of vision 3d and for those of you who have not ridden that ride, what have you been doing with your long am Not sure
1: if it, Muppet Vision 3D is a classic at Hollywood Studios since now they um, that the great movie ride is gone. Rest in peace. I've not been on the new ride, but I have like not either that is the like the classic for me, especially since like our whole family loves absolutely loves the Muppets.
0: Muppet. But
1: they have a super cool. Um,
0: Our family's favorite movie is Muppet Christmas Carol.
1: Yes, indeed. My my father and Ian's father, um, they watch it every year, Christmas Eve. Muppets Christmas Carol, so good. And um, and I
0: force them to watch Muppet Treasure Island.
1: It is it, like the Muppets <laughs> are just a classic, and everything that they do. Is iconic.
0: I don't know why people. I don't know why Muppets has their own park. I don't know why they don't have like their own like humongous area. They that is have a, a bigger area. Is, they were going to have like an area equivalent to the size now of Galaxy's Edge, but that is a whole other episode.
1: Oh, oh rest I don't want to.
0: I don't want to get off
1: on that. But yeah. But, I but want the. To. <laughs> but the um the Muppets um, once you come out of Muppet Vision three D there is a gift shop there and like most gift shops and like shops in the area you have to ask like at the counter you're like oh do you guys have a pin board they usually show it to you but at the muppets they um they have a whole bunch of like painting theme theme stuff so what you have to do is you have to like you can like go up and you can like ask for a hint like i've done that before you like wait and see where they hide the paintbrush but you have to find a paintbrush in order to get to the pin board
0: Yes, and for those of you uh, who have kind of been like, what the heck is pin trading? How does it work? That we should have probably explained in the beginning. Um, But basically how it works is uh, you will find... A uh, cast member, and a cast member will be t- particular, be wearing a lanyard. And if you don't know what a lanyard is, it's what you attach, like your ID, whenever you're going someplace that has requires an ID.
1: Put keys on it.
0: Put keys on it. You can do lots of cool things with lanyards. But anyway, these people will will be wearing lanyards. Uh, if they are people who are more enthusiastic about Disney pin trading, they will probably have some sort of crazy decorated lanyard. Which those are the people you really want to trade with. But anyway. Uh you will present a pin to the cast member and you can then receive a pin back. The basically the only rule for that is they cannot have the same pin twice on their lanyard. Yes. That is and then some of them will have pins that have been turned around to where you cannot see you can see only but the silhouette and then you can may have to ask uh answer trivia or do some other things that requires you to see the lanyard or it may just be a blind trade and you may not be knowing what you're getting. Now those are
1: honestly some of the funnest ones cuz you can get some rare pins even by doing the mystery ones.
0: Yes, those are often pretty cool. And um but anyway, uh and pin boards, these are going these are where you're going to find more of the rare pins. Uh pin boards because a lot of the rare pins are either shipped directly to uh, specific resorts or specific cast members that are hard to find like the Gucci guy we do know about yes. him yes the Gucci guy for those of you who are past members try and track him down it's kind of hard to find him but he will be no- normally he roams around Disney Springs right
1: yeah he runs around Disney Springs he's he's pretty funny
0: okay so yeah and I guess it will be hard to miss him because he'll be wearing Gucci clothing uh, hence the name but anyway the Muppet Shop so your goal of to find this pin board is you have to find the paintbrush uh, when we found it we had to dig uh, we had to seriously pull out about five different pieces of merchandise in order to get to the paintbrush uh, and I actually scored a pretty uh, ridiculous pin which started my um, looking for the Disney villain I don't know the official name, but this is what I call it the Disney villain chin pin collection
1: yeah those are Those are pretty
0: cool. Yes. So basically, it's all your major Disney villain chins. It's just a picture of their chin. And uh, you have to try... I I have to look again to see who all is in the collection. But as of now, I have a regular Hades pin and then the Platinum Ursula pin, which I scored off of one of my Disney trading pin buddies, Maggie Walker. Shout out to you. Uh, I know you probably already know all of this. But yeah, so this is a... She's one of my trading buddies that I normally do business with, um, and then so here's some tips. Uh, you can all, the main way to start off your collection is buying pins. I was given my my starter, I guess you could say starter pack for all of you gamers out there. My starter pack was given to was a collaboration of all my cousins, and they gave me like five pins, and then I just kind of took off from there. I now have seventy some odd pins.
1: Yeah. Yes,
0: you can. If you hear it, my this is my portfolio. It doesn't really make a lot of noise when I shake it, but uh, yeah, Emma held out her hands like, don't drop it. Okay. Um, but here's some uh trading tips. Uh, at, from Mouselets, they buy all of their trading pins at the Disney outlet stores. Those have recently come to the stores, and that's where I bought a few of them. They are a lot cheaper than buying it straight from the parks. They were able to get 12 pins for $25, which typically at the park, the minimum for a pin is $10. So it's kind of steep, but it's a really fun experience once you get into it. Uh, They said each of the pins were were only $1.99. They didn't love the pins, which made them perfect for trading. Yes. Does anyone else feel guilty trading away pins? Or is this just us? that's what Exactly.
1: Yeah. Sometimes they're really, really hard to trade It's like, with.
0: what the heck? Like, why did I train trade that? That was so cool. I've
1: done that before.
0: I seriously, I regret it now. But the first thing I ever traded with a cast member was a pin of Dale wearing sunglasses, which is a part of the cool dogs collection, which you can technically buy the whole collection, which kind of defeats the purpose.
1: But it makes it more fun. But it makes,
0: yeah, yeah. But I traded away the chip, uh, the chip with the sun. Basically, it's all the uh, Mickey and pals minus Clarabelle, horse horse collar, and Pete. Uh, they're all in beach gear, and uh, I actually let's see. I have Mickey, and uh, when I bought a collection, well, you uh, on eBay you can buy uh, a, ma- a vast majority of pins. Uh, but you have to look out. They may be fakes. If they are fakes, uh, <laughs> deal with it. Yeah, um, be careful. Yeah, but I haven't, so far I haven't found any fakes, so that's good. Um, yes. but, uh, you basically can, though with the cool dogs, I, I think I have Dale, but I don't have Chip. So I'm like, I had one, why didn't I just keep You're it? It's so
1: close. But
0: I scored a really cool pin. It's a... Mater the Greater pin, which I love. Mater, yes. I love Mater. Who doesn't love Mater? Okay, exactly. they uh, this is another thing. We assure you that buying from the Disney outlets is a better, much better deal than buying individual pins to trade or buying pins off eBay or Amazon, as those pins are many times fake, like I just said. The only time we recommend purchasing off a website is if the buyer has multiple good reviews for pins. Yeah. For more about fake pins, uh head to our new article that will may have to be uh Disney pin trading part 2 cuz this is a huge experience. Um but anyway, and a, another tip, if you are if you are in a bind and you have to buy in the parks look for the parks that have 7 for $30. This is the best deal. You will get into Disney properties Um, Another tip is to identify pins that have come from cast members and are only released to them. Look for a small hidden Mickey symbol. These are some of our favorite pins to collect, and we have a variety of collections of hidden Mickey pins.
1: Hidden Mickey pins? Very cool. Highly recommend trying to collect them because they can be rare.
0: Okay, another tip is all cast members have to trade with you, like we just said, so don't be shy to approach them. Uh, just remember that they cannot have the same pin they cannot have the same pin on their lanyard twice Uh, again the mystery pins and another great idea is uh, you can go on their website I think it is go Go pin pro pin folio which you can buy those uh, very decorative which I'm pretty sure this is where I got my Pirates of the Caribbean one if I'm mistaken please don't shoot me I mean, I, I don't really... I haven't given them away my address, so I think I'm fine. But anyway, they are very helpful in order to contain your pins, because before then I used a cardboard box that used to hold my uh, Han Solo bobblehead pop figure.
1: Nice. Which
0: I love. Um, but anyway, you can go to their website to find a way to easily swap out your pins onto your lanyards. Uh, it's a pretty easy way to do that. And uh, so, yeah... Uh, we are approaching the end. Uh, right before that, we are going to talk about the two rarest types of pins you can find, which are... Wow. By the way, we're
1: in... A... We apologize for all the no... <laughs> We apologize for the noise. We are having family, family um, night tonight and... Um... Because this is the first time that we've all been together in a very long time, very, so... Very, very, um, very, very Excuse long. any background noise that has been happening behind us. Yes. We promise that there is nothing crazy going on.
0: Well, just, there is... Just little cra- children. There is craziness going on, but it's nothing that could potentially damage something. Hopefully...
1: We'll be fine. Hopefully nothing's broken.
0: Th- I'm pretty sure we locked the door
1: <laughs>
0: into the room. But anyway... Uh, so, the two rarest pins, of course, are, for those of you who have been into trading for a long time, would be the cash member pins. Yes. And, like we said, the ones with the Mickeys on the back and the Mistakes. Yes. So, those are ones that have been misprints and other things, um, which I can't really... I guess you'd have to really look it up, or if you get it straight from the pack... Something, you could look up the code, I guess. I don't really know how to identify misprints, but...
1: Like, not for misprints, as far as I'm aware, but, like, when you do get a limited edition pin, they usually come out when, like, certain movies come out, or, like, certain anniversaries. Yes. Um, there are limited edition pins, and on the back it'll say, um, the batch number, so how like, which pin out of maybe a set of, like, um, 1,500, so, those are always really, really cool to find if you can find somebody trading a limited edition pin, you can get mm-hmm. those and you can either keep them or you can like get some other really good pins because of those
0: so this has been a fun episode. there's a lot about pins, so we may have to make another one of these uh by the way, i don't know if I've mentioned this yet, but there will be a new segment featuring a certain someone. That will be absolutely hilarious. I mean, I think I think he's hilarious. You may disagree with me, but I don't really care. This is my podcast, my this is freedom, exactly. freedom of Your speech. Your podcast, my podcast. Well, I need a consistent co-host, but I love having lots of different people on here. It's been fun so far. I'm gonna try. I'm really gonna try to get this on a weekly basis. I'm trying. I'm gonna take something on how to do that. Uh, but yes, so this will be. It. This has been the first episode featuring our what did we say our semi pro
1: semi se- se- expert expert yes
0: semi expert uh pin trading semi expert Emma
1: thank you for having me this is a lot of fun it
0: was fun uh and uh, so yeah thank you Mouselets and Step to Magic and Go Pin Pro Pin that is a really Go Pin Pro. Pinfolio, pin yes. thank you for. I mean, we didn't really talk about you long, but we know that you were very useful when coming to the parks for pin trading. Uh, so yes, that's this has been the end of the episode, and this is okay. I'm gonna stop talking soon. Uh, this has been the episode, and uh, we hope you like it. We will probably be making another episode featuring uh, pin trading. Uh, have fun looking forward to that new segment i've been talking about that way we could seriously open up into several different topics rather than just one uh and uh, we hope you join us next time Uh okay that's that's your new title okay goodbye i gotta stop i gotta press stop like to spread the word about our podcast, you can see us on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Spotify. Thank you for listening to this episode of D-Podcast, and uh, yeah, hope you spread the word. Goodbye.